0: welcome to the that's deep podcast i'm naomi and i'm an international board certified life and success coach neurolinguistic linguistic programming practitioner or nlp as you've heard it an empath a mother an introvert and a podcast host it is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration thank you so much for being here If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. Today's topic is, so what if they judge you? And I know that this is a topic that many empaths can relate to. But before we dive into today's topic, I'd love to do... Oh, thank you, Renee. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting it. Um, Before I dive into today's topic, I'd love to do a live card poll for you guys So I always I'm just gonna start with a message for everyone Um, And then if you guys want a card, you know, please let me know Um, If you're coming in later on and you'd love a card Let me know and I will make sure I get you one before I log off But you know, typically I ask what do we need to know for our highest good? Um, and today I just want to know about the general energy for the upcoming week because we're finishing out this week so if everyone can take a deep breath in through the nose hold at the top and breathe it out through the mouth ground ourselves and just ask your guides your higher self the universe God whatever it is that you want to call it Um, you know, go ahead and ask what, oops, what is the general energy for the upcoming week? So what is the general energy for the upcoming week for everyone watching this live stream? Ooh, of course, law of attraction. So for those of you on Instagram, law of attraction and law of attraction for those of you on Facebook, So the Law of Attraction card says relationships and activities that you once enjoyed now are changing as you become more sensitive and aware of energy. So basically when you get the Law of Attraction card as the general energy of the week, this represents a lot of manifesting happening. So I'm curious how many of you have been working on manifesting some of those desires lately. We've had the new moon this past week. And we've had a lot of interesting, you know, energetics at play in the universe. So this is a huge time of expansion, a huge time of action, um, a time where many people are stepping up and standing in their power um, and showing up and speaking their truth and sharing their message. So law of attraction. There's going to be a lot of manifesting coming up in the next week, of course, throughout the year. Um, and this card also comes as a reminder uh, just for you to be aware of the thoughts and emotions that are going on within you because that is going to be reflected in your external experience. So make sure that you're keeping your thoughts about yourself empowering. Um, you know, really just hold that faith and believe in those desires that you're trying to manifest because they are coming. The universe definitely you know, seize your, your, your action that you're taking and the steps that you're taking to co-create. So keep on keeping on. Yes, Renee, I like it and have been manifesting. Yes, yes, yes. Happy manifesting. Okay. So I'm going to move in to today's topic called, so what if they judge you? And I want to start off by sharing my story of how I left my nine to five about three years ago. So three years ago, I was working as a speech language pathologist and I was working in a public school um, and I was working with kids who had speech and language disorders. So anywhere from having speech sound disorders, um, you know, having challenges with the way that they pronounce sounds. working with children who had uh, language disorders you know both with language comprehension and then language expression Um, i also dealt with a lot of kids who were on the spectrum um, kids who had autism um, kids who had adhd and we worked in social skills groups where we taught about pragmatic language and social language which was awesome but you know throughout that very first year of working in this field um I just experienced major burnout and it was just, I mean, it was, it was really a trying time. And I, I knew that something had to change. Definitely the first thing was my attitude. And so that's kind of how I started getting into affirmations. Um, each morning that I woke up for work, I would wake up with massive anxiety. Um, I would wake up in tears. I would try to stop crying as I'm getting ready for work. It was really, really stressful. Um, I really absorbed a lot of the emotions and I was carrying a lot of um, other people's challenges and wounding and absorbing a lot of things and taking it home Um, and you know I had no idea I was an empath at the time I had no language for that so it was tough and I started using affirmations just as a way to like get myself out of the door Um, and what's interesting is I was listening to a podcast, and this podcast host recommended a book, and it was all about um, kind of universal law and the law of attraction, and this is way before The Secret um, ever came out. This is by Florence uh, Shin or Florence Scovolshin. I'm not really sure how you say it, Um, but it's called The Game of Life and How to Play It, and if you guys haven't uh, read that book yet, I highly encourage you to, because she wrote this way back in the day before you know manifesting was a buzzword in this um, online space so that's how i got uh introduced to mindset and mindset shifts and how powerful it is to work on your mindset because it can create so much more opportunities and so much more abundance in your life in terms of finances career success relationships so relationship satisfaction so that's a little bit about my journey of how I got into this whole mindset and um, learning about energetics and learning about what it meant to be an empath. And, you know, three years ago, I remember like each day at lunch, I was like and, and I had gotten pregnant with my daughter. So my first child, I was pregnant with her and I just kept thinking. There's got to be like a different way to do this. Like, I would love to work for myself. Um, I would love to to be able to work for myself so that I can be home with my children um, and raise them the way I want to raise them and spend the majority of the time with them Um, of course I come from a single parent household I have been at the sitter since I was like three weeks old so there's no shade to anyone who has to use a babysitter or needs to seek outside resources you know it's a it's a whole community thing when it comes to raising children but I just knew that I wanted something a little different for my own life and the family that I was creating. And I had heard about a woman who was a speech language pathologist or a speech therapist um, on her own. And she was running her services privately. And I was like, man, you know, I wish I could do that. Like, but I can't like, you know, I'm too introverted. I'm too shy. I'm too sensitive. I could never run a business on my own is the limiting beliefs that I had in my mind. and. Something about being pregnant with my daughter like really gave me that push to step out of my comfort zone to expand And it's so funny because she's a Sagittarius, right? So they're all about expansion They're all about blazing their own trail and taking that big leap of faith. So Yeah, if I didn't take that leap of faith and leave my nine-to-five job three years ago and give you know being a stay-at-home mom a shot for a little while and then discovering entrepreneurship as a result of one want, still wanting to serve when I was home with my child. Um, yeah, I just looking back on everything right now, I'm just like in complete awe and shock because if you would have asked me three years ago, if I would have been confident enough to run my own business, um, and be self-employed for, you know, years, I, I would have told you, you were crazy. So a lot of, you know, that I don't just only do one thing. I am a life coach but I also do real estate here in Hawaii and I'm also still licensed as a speech language pathologist and I can do that privately. Um, but my main passion is life coaching and coaching empaths. And I was so scared of being judged by others. And I was judged by others when I first left my 9 to 5 to take a chance on starting a business that felt good to my heart and that really was based in my passions. So. You know, I can really just relate to the whole fear of being judged. Nobody likes to be judged. Um, A lot of my family members, some friends even told me like, wow, seven years of school, seven years of university, all, you know, all gone down the drain. Don't get me wrong. Like my main group of friends, they have been so supportive always. Um, They've always just been like, keep going. So I'm really, you know, fortunate to have a lot of supportive people in my life. Um, and even my mom, she was really supportive in my leap into entrepreneurship because she was a social worker for 10 years and experienced the very same thing burnout, um, and decided that she was going to do what felt good to her. And so she's had her own real estate business. Um, you know, she's contracting with another company, but she's been in business in real estate and been self-employed for the last what, 10 years, 10, 13 years. So she's a huge inspiration and she's always been like, you know excuse my language but fuck the haters like just keep going just keep keep doing you keep you only have one life to live right um so yeah you, you just got to do what feels good to you but of course some family members like from you know a little bit of the, the older generation um they really just had a hard time understanding where i was coming from and what i was trying to do as someone who wanted to be self-employed because um and you know back in their day if you landed a a solid nine to five job I mean that was a gift that was a privilege and it still is you know and I'm not saying that in order to take the leap of faith you need to leave your nine to five maybe you love your nine to five and maybe you're multi-passionate just like me and you want to do a mix of things and I just want to normalize that um, and normalize the feelings of being scared of being judged for wanting to do what you want to do so yes that's a little bit more about my story I'm gonna check in with the comments before I continue. Oh, thank you so much, Renee. Thank you so much. I appreciate you just holding space for my story. Um, And yeah, and Laura on on Facebook, thank you so much for your love and support. Yes, and who cares if you fail to, if you're really being yourself and put your heart into it, absolutely, yep. And these are the things that, you know, people who might just be a few steps um, behind you and you know it's not behind you but just a few steps behind in the journey that they need to hear they need to hear these encouraging words and they need to hear your story so I encourage you to keep sharing your story everybody has a story everybody has a purpose um, everybody has a soul mission so share it because you never know who you're helping and you never know um, who who uh, you're giving proof to of success so sometimes we need to see other people's success in order to feel like we can go ahead and take that leap of faith too. So yeah, keep sharing your story. So anyway, there's this huge buzz in the online space right now to show up, right? Show up as your true self, speak your truth. And it can be so tough for empaths to do this both in their career and their relationships. So I wanna go over five common fears that empaths and highly sensitives uh, face on the topic of being judged so I've got my list here. The first one is the fear of being seen. Man, if I could just tell you about my story about the fear of being seen, um, this goes way back in the childhood from like Christmas performances. If I was put in the front row, I would freak out. Like I would cry and I would like run away because I was like, everybody's looking at me. And like, I'm sure not everybody was looking at me, but I was highly sensitive and I could feel the energy and the attention projected this way at my classmates and I. So course I didn't have the language for it at that time but I did not like to be seen as a child but I still crave deep connection and even when I first started doing these live streams it was really tough in fact I invite you to go back to my very first video of the empath series live streams and you'll see how nervous I was and how much like I was shaking in my voice you know that throat chakra was acting up because I was speaking my truth finally after you know several it's not several a few decades so yes but anyway um, the second fear of course the fear of being judged and the third fear you know fear of being unprepared for the unknown uh, the fourth fear is fear of being persecuted you know this is often rooted in childhood wounding um, showing up as who you truly are and the fifth one is um, just the fear of being like ridiculed you know being kind of like that topic of gossip it's hard it's really hard for empaths it's hard for everyone but especially if you're highly sensitive it's tough and I want to share with you um you know why this makes taking risks tough for empaths so the real reason why all of these fears around being judged comes up for empaths are they're deeply rooted in limiting beliefs, right? Limiting beliefs are the stories that we keep telling ourselves over and over and over. And a lot of them are not true. A lot of them are bullshit, right? So they're the beliefs about what we can't, you know, be or do or have. And as an empath growing up, sometimes when we showed up as our true selves, we were punished for it. Um, We were criticized, we were judged. And so that persecution wound, you know, it started to fester and It trained us to not feel safe with showing up as who we truly are. And let me just check these comments right here. Hi, Cammie. Yes, Renee says, I can relate to that. Didn't like to be seen. I would choose to take a failing grade before I would stand up in front of the class to present when I was a kid. Yep. I would always like the only thing that would get me um, a lower grade was like my participation because I was so afraid to speak in class. Um, so that was, you know, tough. And then Laura here on Instagram says, I can definitely relate immigrant parents and baby boomers been through wars, et cetera. They think any job is a blessing, but they can literally kill you. Absolutely. I come from a lineage of immigrants as well. My grandma is from Okinawa. So that's an island, um, you know, south of Japan and it's part of Japan. However, they are their own indigenous ethnicity and people. So yes, just spreading that word. But she moved here when she was like 19 years old, didn't speak a lick of English, and she wanted a different life. She lived through the war. She's been in an in internment camp. Ooh, um, I'm getting emotional because she's just been through so much and she still created the life that she wanted to live. So I'll just tell you a little bit more about my grandma. She moved here. Um, she enrolled in English classes. She met my grandfather. She had two kids. Um, and they started their own restaurant they started their own business here on Kauai and yeah she was doing entrepreneurship like way back when when it was probably out of style so my grandma is a huge inspiration thank you for all of you who (laughs) are sticking with me through my emotions but I'm trying to be more transparent and more vulnerable with showing myself as an emotional being because before I like would always be like I'm not letting anyone see me cry there's no way because I thought like, that they would judge me, that they would think I'm weak. But when I'm passionate about something, yeah, sometimes the tears well up, so it's love, yes. Renee says, all hugs to you, your grandma sounds amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Laura says, right, it's so hard to disappoint them when you respect them so much, but the world has changed. Absolutely, yep. And so I wanna continue with talking about why these fears come up empaths around being judged so a lot of the time um, imposter syndrome will show up so uh, you know it's because we've allowed others to dictate what success should look like so we might have certain dreams and desires but that doesn't look successful based on somebody else's standard of, of success and the idea of success is subjective um, it's personal to everyone so i hope that you all know that and honor that because your definition of success could mean something totally different from your parents, your spouse, your children, so I just want to put that out there. And empaths, we're also recovering people pleasers. We don't want to upset people, we don't want to start conflict, and that can mean even hiding ourselves, right, because we don't want to be judged. And when you're so highly sensitive and so highly attuned to the energy and the emotions of others. It's hard. It's hard to, to basically know how the other person's really feeling about you, even when they're not even saying it in words. So that's really tough. So being this tuned in to the emotional experience of others can often make us feel like one, we've absorbed the emotions and energy of them, but two, because we, we think that we're responsible for their emotional experience. So we think that we're responsible if they get upset with us. And that's not the truth. So If you're an empath and you're going through an awakening, right? Which is a waking up in consciousness. um, You're basically forced to look at the shadow parts of yourself, which are the parts of ourself that are tough to look at, right? Your fears, those deeply rooted limiting beliefs. Um, But I challenge you guys to ask yourself this question. What proof do I have of my previous previous successes? Because the subconscious mind is where all of those limiting beliefs live and the subconscious mind needs proof, right? To let go of those limiting beliefs. So think about the successes that you've actually had throughout your life and then go back in time a little bit and think about, you know, was there ever a time when you thought that might be impossible? Because you probably did, right? We're constantly proving ourselves right and wrong. So, you know, shadow self, shadow work, man, for empaths, that's tough. Pardon the interruption, but I have a really quick question for all of you. What type of empath are you? If you're not sure and you haven't taken my empath quiz yet, you can certainly do so at that'sdeepco.com backslash empath dash quiz, and I will also leave a link for it in my show notes. When you take the quiz, you'll find out your type, and you'll also be sent a free guided meditation that corresponds to your specific empath type. Thank you so much, and I look forward to helping you find out your type. All right. Laura says, listening to you talk about this made me realize, too, that in school I used to speak up all the time, but then there were others who were intimidated because she knew the answer, so she she adapted to quiet down so they wouldn't feel dumb. Ah, yeah like dimming your light right crazy when you realize these things as an adult absolutely I would constantly dim my light like it was weird I feel like I would just like play dumb and be like what like just so that I didn't make others feel uncomfortable I never wanted to like make others feel uncomfortable in my space so I totally get what you're saying Laura and you know back on the shadow self it's everything that's unconscious that's unexpressed, that's repressed and things that we might have denied. So we all have a shadow self and this comes from deep wounding. So it comes up during the healing process. A lot of childhood wounding comes up and our fears and our shadows are so deeply rooted in these limiting beliefs. Like I can't be who I truly am because they'll judge me or I can't say what I need to say because they're going to be upset and it's gonna be a whole thing. It's gonna be a whole shit show and I don't wanna deal with it, right? Um, but becoming more aware of your shadow self can really just help you to accept yourself as a whole, right? As a whole person, because we're going to have contrast in ourselves. It's not always going to be like rainbows and sunshine around here. And an old coach of mine once asked me, you know, what's the worst that could happen if somebody judges you? Um, they're probably already doing it. So what if they judge you? You're still sitting here you're still living you're still breathing you're still paying your own bills you know what I mean you're still living your life despite their judgments so what if they judge you right and what I want to talk about right now is I want to know where in your lives right now are you still afraid of being judged because we all have it and doesn't matter where you are in your journey um, you know new level new devil you're gonna experience another level of fear or you know worry so let me know what's something that you're working on right now when it comes of really comes to releasing fears and you know if you're an empath and you're looking for more one-on-one guidance on how to release these limiting beliefs because You know, working with an NLP coach can really help you dive into these limiting beliefs and rewire those neural pathways, right? Create new neural pathways so that we're not stuck in the constant cycle of limiting beliefs because it can really hold us back from the things that we wanna achieve, whether that's in work, career, relationships, right? So I'd love to invite you to my Empowered Empath Coaching Course. So this is a one-on-one coaching course for empaths who are looking to understand their gifts Overcome energetic overwhelm, to release limiting beliefs, and to set healthy boundaries in their relationships. Um, if you have any questions about the program, you can certainly DM me on Instagram. You can email me. Um, my email is naomi at that'sdeepco.com. So naomi at that'sdeepco.com with any questions. I also have a page dedicated to the Empowered Empath Coaching Program and all the details, um, all the things that come with it, um, all the deliverables. So if you're on Instagram, you can find out more information about the Empowered Empath Coaching Program if you just click the link in my bio and click on the Empowered Empath Coaching button. Um, Here on Facebook, I will drop a link to the page with all the details for the program. Ooh, I'm thirsty today. (laughs) You can also, book a quick chat with me, completely free. Um, It's a quick chat, you know, 15, 20 minutes um, to see if we'd be a good fit. I'm happy to hop on Zoom because I'm like a huge um, advocate for people to go ahead and feel out coaches before they work with them, Um, especially as an empath. You need to go ahead and feel out people's energy, see if um, your energies work and see if it would be an equal energy exchange. So that's why I'm always happy to hop on Zoom uh, over a video call or even a phone call if that's what you guys want to do so yeah hey everyone i just wanted to invite you to connect with me on instagram at naomi again that's at naomi co on instagram thank you what's up everybody it's riley with the that's the podcast naomi and i would love to invite you to leave a review on itunes scroll down to the bottom of the page after you're done listening to the episode and find the ratings and reviews tap the number of stars you see fit and leave a little comment for us at the end of each month we'll do a little raffle and pick a lucky reviewer to receive a little gift card from us at the that's deep podcast a little token of appreciation thank you for all your support and good luck